What's up, everybody? Welcome to RIBS, which stands for Relationships and Biblical Submission. We are your hosts, Diavion and... Derek. Our goal with this podcast is to shine a light on the ups and downs of godly dating by sharing our experiences and relaying what the Bible has to say about it. Awesome. And just a disclaimer, for anybody that is listening to this podcast, please understand that you do not have to be a Bible scholar, don't have to be a Christian, don't have to go to church, but please understand that is who we are, that is what we do. Absolutely. And so that is what we're going to be basing our podcast off of. Now, every podcast that we do, we're going to be highlighting one scripture to tie into the topic of discussion. And so for today, the scripture is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, and it says, you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. The topic of today's episode is the first relationship. We are going to outline four points and talk a little about our experiences in between. So, Bay, what was your first relationship? <clears throat> My first relationship, in all honesty, is the same relationship that we all have when we first come into this earth, and that is our relationship with our parents. Now, that can be both positive and a negative thing. Some people have good relationships with their parents, some people don't. Absolutely. But yeah. I really do believe that that first relationship really shapes a lot of who you are, what your identity is, and why you act the way that you do. Now, going into that first relationship, like what we're talking about today, in a spiritual sense, your first relationship should always be with God. Yes. Right? Yeah. We're talking about the first relationship. We're talking about God. We're talking about your Father. We're talking about the Lord. Why? Because when God created man and when he created us, he created us in his image. A lot of people have this identity issue today because they don't know who they were made from. And they were made in the image and likeness of God. Now, what does that mean? To be made in the image of God. What does that mean to you? That means that I don't have to look for anyone else to validate me Mm. or validate my beauty, validate my personality. I don't have to look for anyone to validate that because God made each and every one of us and he said that we are good, right? So I think for me, a lot of the times, to share a little bit of my experience, like most people, you know, in middle school, high school, you're you're constantly looking for someone to validate you. You are looking Mm -hmm. for friends that will tell you that you look good or whatever it may be. And it translates sometimes into adult life. And so when you know that you are created by God and your identity is in God, then you are, you're validated. You don't need anyone else to do that for you. And so, also on another note, I love the way that you said that. But I'll also say, when we know that God, we're made in God's image, mm-hmm. right? God is the creator. He knows all things. He is infinite. So, if we're made in his image, we're not exactly God, but we're made in his image. So, that means that I am creative. I know something, and I am finite. No different if you took a picture of the Statue of Liberty versus seeing it in person. It's an image. It's not the exact thing. Absolutely, yeah. Now, also keep in mind that we being made in God's image, God is a spirit. So does that that does that mean that we are made in his image physically? No, we are not. Our physical image actually comes from our parents, right? We yep. resemble the physical characteristics and attributes that our parents gave us when they decided to do what they do. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we came to be. But if we're made in God's image, we're actually made in a spiritual sense in his image. So what does that mean? If you check out um, in Corinthians, it talks about the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. You know, it's the, the fruit of the spirit are love, joy, peace, 
patience, kindness, self-control, all of those things. Those are the type of characteristics that make up our image and our identity in Christ. Okay? Yes, yes. Now, we are made in his image, y'all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, the next point we want to talk about is when God created man, he created man with a purpose. Yes. And that purpose being in Genesis 1, 28, it says, uh, in, in there it talks about replenish the earth and subdue it, right? When God is basically saying for every man, for man and woman, everybody's individual assignments and tasks and the things that they have a desire to do for God's kingdom, mm -hmm. they are all going to fall under this umbrella and the ultimate will and purpose of God, which is to replenish the earth and subdue it. That means when God created us, when he created man, mm -hmm. he wanted us to have dominion over the earth and everything in it, not over each other. Mm -hmm. A man doesn't have dominion over a woman, nor does a woman have dominion over any other say children that, or that. a man or any of that. We mm -hmm. are all human beings that have dominion over the earth yep. and everything in it, yep. not each other. Mm -hmm. And so when God talks about that will and his purpose for you, understand that you may say, what's your purpose? My purpose is to help people. Right. And I believe that God has called me to do that through being a doctor. Mm -hmm. That's very correct. Now, I can say my purpose is, if you've ever heard of Guap Ministries, godly.wit.a.purpose, check it out on Instagram. I can say that that's my purpose. But at the end of the day, those are all things that tie into this grand ultimate goal and purpose, which is what God says, to replenish and to replenish the earth and subdue it. Now, check this out. For, so, for an example, so let's be applicable. Let's actually take this and apply it. If you ever heard of Frito-Lay, we all know Frito-Lay. What, what, what do they make? They got hot Cheetos. Heck yeah. Hot fries. They, got, they have Funyuns. They have all these different types of chips, right? Delicious chips. Delicious. Absolutely <laughs> delicious. You're right. And all of these different chip bags, they all serve a purpose of satisfying the hunger of somebody that has a desire for that specific flavor. Oh, you may want hot fries today, and maybe I want some Funyuns, right? Or every day. What? I want hot fries every day. Not just one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's not healthy. But anyway, <laughs> uh, please forgive us, y'all. You know, sometimes we like to love and joke around and stuff like that. But going back to the point, although all of these chip bags and all of these flavors, they have this this assignment that they do to satisfy somebody, at the end of the day, they all tie back into Frito-Lay, which is to satisfy the hunger of anybody. Mm -hmm. That's, the That's their purpose. Thing. Huh? That's their purpose. Exactly. Yeah. It all ties back into that grand purpose that God has for us. Okay? So I would say, for me, um, just to share a little bit of my experience once again with purpose, once you know who God is for you, you know that you are made in his image and now you know that you have a purpose by him, you live better. You you live every day knowing that you are called to do something. You're that you're valuable, that you are a key part to his kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. There's a there is a scripture in the Bible where it talks about everybody like every person in the body of Christ has a role, you know, like the body, yeah. you know, the feet are to help us walk. Our toes are to help, you know, stabilize our balance. So mm -hmm. I think it is, it is amazing to know that no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what ups or downs that you encounter, you have been called by God to do something great. Right. So, yeah. And this is perfect. Rolling over to the third point. Yeah. Check out what God tells man 
when he tells them, he tells Adam, when he talks about in Genesis 2, 15, he told them to dress it and keep it. He's talking about the garden. Mm-hmm. He created this thing, and now he gets specific on what he wants him to do in order to fulfill his purpose, which is to replenish the earth and subdue it. Yeah. Now he said, I want you to dress it and keep it. He's talking about the garden. Dress and keep the garden. God has a specific assignment for you, but that only comes when you spending time with him, yes. understanding who you are, yes. who he's called you to yes, be, yes, what yes. your purpose is, what his purpose is for mm-hmm. your life, mm-hmm. and then he gives you the assignment. Now, for my fellas out there, Notice how God does everything in a specific order. You have to be doing an assignment for God in order for the door to open for help to come in. Yes. Right? Yes, say you that, You have babe. to be in an assignment for help to come in. When God brought Eve and he brought the woman to him, it says that she was a help me. Sometimes I read the KJV. You can check out other versions, a help me, somebody to help him. But she can only help him if he knows what he's doing. Yeah. If he knows that his Come assignment. on now. Come say on. that. Say saying? that, babe. So for my fellas, make sure when you know what you're doing, what mm-hmm. God has told you to do, make sure you know that it is something that is for the kingdom of God and it is going to open the door. If you desire to be in a relationship, it's going to open the door for a help me to come in. I I believe that is absolutely true. Um, I remember um, in my singleness season listening to this video and the lady said that if you get so caught up doing what God has called you to do and you're running your race for God, that person will, you'll just notice that person kind of runs up beside you. And I believe that is is true for me and Derek's story, which we'll do a podcast about that later on. I don't want to spill any beans yet, but... That is true. If you, once you have a purpose by God and he assigns you something, for me, um, I was in college when I discovered, I I grew up in the church and everything, but I I knew God from my, how my mom knew God and how my grandmother knew God. I didn't know God for myself. And God ain't got no grandchildren. Yeah, so I knew when I got to know God for myself, I remember hearing him when I was in my church in Denton, and I heard him say, I want you to start sharing my word. And I was like, okay, I'm, I don't really know how to do that. And he gave me the instructions. And through that, he told me to type up a summary of every sermon that I hear every Sunday and send it out to every person in my contacts. I've been doing that for the last four years now. And I have truly been able to share the word of God to people that may have felt like church people wronged them or Mm -hmm. that they were not respected by the church or whatever it may be. Uh, People double, triple my age. And it's been such a blessing to operate in purpose and allow God to use me um, to do his will. So Absolutely. So you guys remember what we talked about earlier. God has a specific order for things. So now you understand your identity. You know who you are in Christ. You're like, man, I'm made in the image of God. I see the way God sees me now. I'm valuable. I'm a prince. I'm a princess. I'm a son or a daughter of the Most High God. Now I understand he has a purpose for my life, something that's going to tie into his kingdom, something that's going to have to do with replenishing the earth and subduing it, having dominion over the earth. Then you get to the part where we just talked about, where you have your specific assignment that God wants you to do, something that's going to open the door for somebody to come in and help. Now you get to the point well, God, he sees what you're doing. You're being obedient. And now he says, man, it is not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I would say, I would, I would definitely highlight this for the fellas, for my guys, my gentlemen out there. Understand that when God created everything, he said it is good. He created everything. 
He created the sun, the moon, the stars, the seas, the earth. The animals. The animals. And everything he said after it. If you read Genesis, you will see the repetition. You will see the pattern. It is good. It is good. It is good. But now he made man. He took his time with man. Handcrafted man. And he has this beautiful human being mm. that has his spirit that's taking dominion over everything he created. And now he's looking at it and he's doing his assignment and he's like, crap, it's not good for man to be alone. Because mm. even understand God had fellowship in the beginning. Mm. It says, let us make man in, the, in our image. Yeah. Right? So we got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in relationship. And now man is not even in relationship. Understand that God wants you to be in relationship. Say that's it with key. Me. That's key. That's key. God wants me to be in relationship. Now that does not mean I'm not in any way discrediting what Paul said. You know, some people have that gift of singleness, right? And and they just want to go through life and really just pursue and focus on doing the will of God by themselves, doing it solo. But a lot of us, like me. Yep, like me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have the desire to be in a relationship. Yeah. Right? We want to be in a relationship. And God sees that. He sees the desires of our heart. He sees. And, and understand, at this time, Adam didn't even know what a relationship was with another person. Mm -hmm. But God saw it. And he was like, man, you need to be with somebody. You need to be with somebody. And God has that desire for us. He doesn't want you to be 50, 60 years old, alone and single with no relationship, no family. And so many people have that fear. And they're just like, oh, man, I don't want to die alone and things like that. You've heard people say that? Yeah. I would say for my ladies, I think a lot of times I heard uh, in my singleness season to like, just wait, like he's coming. Like mm -hmm. there's no need to, to think about it. Like let it go. And we live in a world right now that in a sense we're obsessed mm -hmm. with relationships. We're mm -hmm. obsessed with celebrity relationships and all these different things. Yeah. So I understand you ladies. I've been there. I lived in it. I felt those feelings that you feel. But I would say it is so encouraging to read Genesis and know that God has has that same desire for you. Those yeah. feelings that you feel, he he knows our desires of our heart and he will bring those to come to pass. So I have that same desire with wanting to be with someone too. All throughout college, oh, yeah. I didn't date anyone. Oh yeah. And and when I finished college, that's when Derek and I reconnected. So it is it is a blessing to know that God your desires and your things that that you come to God with, He is, He is acknowledging those things. So, yeah. Yeah, and I would also say this too. We always know that God is a Father, right? He's our spiritual Father. When you have a good, good Father, a Father really wants their son or daughter to be in happy, healthy. Yes, He wants you to be happy. Yeah, like yeah. Why, why would a father just want to see their just child just like, oh man, I'm alone. I'm just solo out here by myself. Like it, like we said, he said it's not good for man to be alone. Think about it like this. Like we always say, let's make it applicable, okay? <laughs> Think about a good old juicy T-bone steak or whatever you like to eat. Let's take your favorite meat dish, right? If you do eat meat, if you're vegan, I apologize. We're just going to use this for an example, okay? <laughs> let's say you like a T-bone steak, right? And let's say, however you like it. You like it medium rare, medium well, well done. Whatever the case may be. And I bring you this beautiful steak. I put it right on the plate. I give you the fork. Hot and ready. I give you the nice hot and ready little <laughs> season. Right? I bring it to you. And I'm like, go ahead and eat it. Chow down. Get to eating on that juicy steak. Right? You're going to start eating it. And you're like, man, this is delicious. But then tell me, what do you think is going to happen, babe? 
You're thinking like, where's my drink? Where's oh my, my side salad? Where's my loaded potato? Like, where are my side dishes? Right. Yeah. And that's the same thing that God was saying in Genesis right there. He said, it's not that the T-bone steak isn't good. It's just not good enough. Yeah. It can be even better mm-hmm. when it has something to go alongside it. And where did the woman come from? She came from the rib, which is at the what? At the side. Say it loud. At the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Came at the side, folks. And so I always say, I tell this to, to uh, some of my friends, um, whether they're women, whether they're men. You know, I tell, I, I got some friends that are, that are females. I got some friends that are guys. And one of the key things I always tell them before they even get into a relationship with other people, before they get into any of these earthly relationships, yeah. have that relationship established with God first. Why? Because not only can he give you discernment, and show you who to date and who not to date. Yeah. But he's also going to show you the most important thing, which is your identity in him. Yes. He's going to show you how much he sees you, how much he values you. He's going to see you. He's going to make you be able to see how much you are worth. Yes. A lot of times we downplay ourselves like, oh, I'm, you know, just I'm not good girl. enough. Yeah. I'm not the next IG model. Yeah. All these things. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like Michael B. Jordan. I ain't got the six pack and all that stuff. Yeah. But, but that's they, not what God has called you to be. God has just called you to be you, right? He didn't create any other person out there that could be you. It's just on. you. That's it. So I think that that is what I tell my friends too. I say the same thing. It's like when you get in God, when you get connected to God, you will be able to see yourself the way that he sees you. Mm-hmm. Not through anybody else, else's crooked, broken dusty lens you'll be able to see (laughs) you will be able to see yourself the way that god sees you and he sees you you all men and women as queens and kings for his for his kingdom so we hope that you all enjoyed this podcast we had so much fun um recording it and laughing and joking so we hope that you guys enjoyed it and we hope that you come back for the next one we have a lot of stuff planned and we just hope that you just keep coming back for more. Tell us um, in the comments if you want to comment, if God puts it on your heart to comment to oh, yeah. see what you would, what, what would you like to see from us. Yeah. Um, ideas. We would love to just sit and talk about it. We have conversations on conversations all the time oh, yeah. about any and everything. Oh, so yeah. we are so excited to just go on this journey with y'all. So thank you so much for watching and li- or listening. Yeah, and make sure you share. If you want to reach out to us personally, you can do that. I don't know if they can. Can they? We'll leave our emails in the description. There you go. Yeah. Just the And submit questions, maybe, yeah, if you want to. Just let us know. Yeah, we're new to this, so yeah. um, we're open. We're open to whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, maybe one day we'll just have a, a, a whole episode where we'll just... Read questions. Read questions. Answer questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, without further ado, um, you guys have a good rest of your day. And uh, we will see you all next time. God bless.